Then the Imam Al-Barbahari, Rahimahullah, he continued on what occurs on page 55 of the Saudi edition, the Saudi two-volume edition, page 37 of the Egyptian print, or page 13 of the, the newer Egyptian print. And it's point numbered as point number one in the book. So from now on, we'll just refer to the point numbers. You can see whichever edition you have, what point number it will be, inshallah. So in this edition, is point number one, as we said on page 55 of the Saudi edition. قال المؤلف رحمه الله اعلموا أن الإسلام هو السنة والسنة هي الإسلام ولا يقوم أحدهما إلا بالآخر that the author رحمه الله said know that Islam is the Sunnah and the Sunnah is Islam and one of them cannot be established without the other Shaykh Fawzan, he said in his explanation, his saying, I'lam, no, this is a word used to show ihtimam, to show importance. And the meaning of I'lam, no, is ta'allam, learn, come to know, learn. And how will you know that Islam is the Sunnah? If you learn, then you will know that. If you learn the reality, then you will come to know that Islam, as the author said, is indeed the Sunnah. And the Sunnah is Islam. So, I'lam, know, is a word which is brought to show the importance of that which comes after it. Just as he the Most High said, فَعَلَمْ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ وَاسْتَغْفِرْ لِذَنْبِكَ Surah Muhammad, the 47th Surah, Ayah 19. With the explanation, so know, فَعَلَمْ So know that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah. And seek forgiveness for your sin. The Shaykh said, meaning, know the meaning of La ilaha illallah. Know the meaning of none has the right to be worshipped except Allah and act upon it. And the Shaykh gives a second ayah as evidence. I'lamu anna Allah shadidul iqab wa anna Allah ghafurun rahim. Surah Al Ma'idah, the fifth surah. I-97, or rather I-98. I the explanation, know that Allah is severe in punishing and that Allah forgives extensively and shows mercy. So the word I'lam, know, <coughs> command in the singular, or I'lamu, know, a command in the plural occurs to show the importance of that which comes after it. He's saying, Al-Islamu huwa sunnah, huwa sunnatu hiya al-Islam. Islam is the sunnah, and the sunnah is Islam. 
Sheikh Fawzan said, meaning, Islam is the tariqah, Islam is the way which the messengers, alayhim wassalam, came with. And every messenger came with Islam. So every prophet, every prophet called to Allah and came with a sharia, with a revealed way from Allah. So that is Islam. So Islam is the worship of Allah, the mighty and majestic, alone, at every time, with that which he legislated. In Islam, as overall definition, that at every time, which applies to every time, that Islam is the worship of Allah, the mighty and majestic, alone, at every time, with what he legislated, in what with what was legislated at that particular time. And Allah legislated for the prophets ways and laws to last for appointed terms. Each of the prophets, each of the messengers, he legislated a certain sharia, certain law, certain way to last for an appointed time. Then he abrogated it. He brought some new law and abrogated the previous one. So when that was abrogated, then action came to be upon that which abrogated. That is Islam. So when any revealed law was abrogated, was replaced by a new one, then the new one which abrogated and replaced, that was Islam. Until all those revealed laws were abrogated by the, by the revealed way sent to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Allah the Majestic and Most High says, لِكُلِّ أَجَلٍ كِتَابٍ يَمْحُ اللَّهُ مَا يَشَاءُ وَيُفْلِتْ وَعِنْدَهُ أُمُّ الْكِتَابِ Surah Al-Ra'ad, the 13th Surah, Ayahs 38 to 39. With the explanation, and the people of Tafsir, they have a couple of, at least a couple of different explanations here, but amongst them, is the explanation, there is an appointed time span for each book sent down by Allah. Allah abrogates and changes whatever He wishes and He confirms. And the foundation of the book is with Him. Shaykh Razan said, So Islam is that which the messengers came with, with regard to the call and the action. At every time, with what was specific to it until the sending of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam came about and then Islam is whatever he came with to the exclusion of everything else 
in after the sending of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that Islam is only what he came with and no, no, nothing else so therefore whoever remains upon the previous relig- religious ways and does not believe in Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then he is not a Muslim Meaning, the Shaykh has indicated here what he mentioned before that if someone, if someone were to say that I'm remaining upon a way which he claims to be a way of an earlier prophet that this was Islam before this will not be accepted from him he cannot say now but I'm still I'm a Muslim now he will not be for Islam now after the sending of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is only what he was sent with nothing else as the Shaykh said whoever does not believe in Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then he is not a Muslim since he has not yielded or submitted to Allah, the mighty majestic, and he has not obeyed this messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, because what he was upon has now ended and been abrogated. And remaining upon something abrogated, something replaced, is not a religion for Allah the mighty and majestic rather acting on what abrogates what comes later and replaces that is the deen that is the religion just as a small side point here then the sheikh noble sheikh Salih bin Sa'ad al-Suhaymi Hafidhullah the teacher in Al-Madina he used to be in charge of the department of Aqidah in Medina. He said, referring to this initial part of the explanation, or this initial part of Al-Barbahari's book, he said, He, Rahimahullah, began with the fact that the Sunnah and Islam are inseparable. And what is meant by the Sunnah here? is the sunnah with its general meaning which is the tariqah, the way which the Prophet and his companions were upon so this is Islam and Islam is the sunnah in this sense in the sunnah referring to the, the way that the Prophet and his companions were upon Sunnah in that sense. So Islam, that is Islam, and Islam is that. Back to the explanation of Shaykh Salih al Kawazan, he said, His saying was Sunnah to Hiyal Islam. And the Sunnah is Islam. Shaykh al Kawazan said, There is no difference between these two. If we explain the Sunnah to mean the way, the tariqah, then there is no difference between it and Islam. In the way which the Prophet his companions were upon, if we explain the Sunnah meaning that, then that is Islam. That is Islam and, and Islam is that. There's no difference between the two. His saying, وَلَا يَقُومُ أَحَدُهُمَا إِلَّا بِالْآخَرِ And one of them will not be established without the other one. Shaykh Razan said Islam will not be established except through the Sunnah 
and the Sunnah will not be established except through Islam. So the person who claims to be upon Islam but does not act upon the Sunnah, mean the way of the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, then he is not a Muslim. And the person who knows of the Sunnah but does not submit to Allah, then he is not a Muslim. Even if he knows about the Sunnah. So it is essential to combine both of them. That's where Shaykh Razan ends explanation of this sentence. And again, as another side point, then the noble Shaykh Ahmad ibn Yahya al-Najmi, rahimahullah, he said in his explanation, Irshad uh, al-Sari, on page 26, he said on this same point, that Islam is the Sunnah and the Sunnah is Islam. One of them will not be established without the other. Shaykh Ahmad al-Najmi, rahimahullah, he said, Islam is the Sunnah and the Sunnah is Islam how is that the case? meaning that true Islam is the Sunnah so whoever is upright upon the Sunnah and establishes it then he has established Islam and whoever deviates away from it away from the Sunnah and inclines away towards the right or the left then he has fallen short with regard to, to true Islam in accordance with his deviation however this inclining away is of two categories firstly turning away totally such that the person becomes a disbeliever totally turns away from the Sunnah altogether so that the person becomes a disbeliever and judgment is passed about him that he has exited from Islam altogether and secondly is a partial turning away partial turning away from the Sunnah through which a person does not become a disbeliever and he is not judged to be an apostate or to have left Islam however he has rendered his Islam deficient in accordance with the level of his deviation whether it be a small amount a small deviation or a large one and then the Shaykh mentions evidence for that the hadith of the 73 sects <coughs>